Hey, Matthew, you're an all-star. On today's edition of the show, we are going to be discussing Matthew Kachuk being named the Florida Panthers representative for the 2023 All-Star Game in Sunrise, Florida. And we're going to ask a very important question after the World Juniors has been completed. What if the Florida Panthers pick that was sent to the Montreal Canadiens ends up number one overall? And we're going to preview tonight's game between the Florida Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings from Little Caesars Arena. All on today's edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Friday, January 6th on the Lockdown Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at Monoman12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to also subscribe to the other shows on the Lockdown NHL Network, including Lockdown NHL, Lockdown Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden. And if you want your World Juniors Recap, make sure to listen to Heidi Halakash at Locked On NHL Prospects. And don't forget to submit your screenshot of your subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube channel and your five-star rating on whichever app you listen to Locked On Panthers and send it over on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. And if you don't have Twitter, you could send it at Locked On FLA Panthers at gmail.com. Winner will be announced on Monday. So good luck, everybody. So yesterday during the intermission of Columbus versus Washington, the All-Stars, at least the first representative for each NHL team has been announced. Of course, we've been anticipating this for a while now, even before COVID, because let's not forget that the Florida Panthers were supposed to host the 2021 NHL All-Star Game in Sunrise, Florida. Of course, rescheduled due to the 56-game season. And then Vegas getting it last season in a normal season again. And now uh, the Florida Panthers and the city of Sunrise, Florida and Broward County is going to get the All-Star Game back in Sunrise. And... Matthew Kachuk, 47 points in 36 games. Of course, we just witnessed him with a four-point game the other night against the Arizona Coyotes and is, is first as a Panther. And just incredible individual performance that he's put on all season, well-deserving of being the representative for the Florida Panthers. And to nobody's surprise, honestly, actually, uh, because I'm recording this later in the afternoon with, with – uh, with the morning skate already happening, which was only backup goaltenders and the backup goaltender and the scratches really skating uh, uh, earlier today at Little Caesars Arena. We actually had had Jameson Olive ask Matthew Kachuk how he felt about his all-star nod and playing alongside Brady Kachuk in, in the all-star game coming up in Sunrise, Florida. He says, quote, very, very excited. I think my sister, probably the most excited, She's going to try and sneak out of school and come for the weekend festivities, close quote. 
And he also, you also, we also have an opportunity to vote for the, the next representative for the Florida Panthers for the all-star game last year, the Vegas golden Knights had three representatives in the all-star game, Mark stone, Alex Petrangelo and former Panther, Jonathan Marcheseau. And there's an opportunity with the Florida Panthers hosting it, that they'll get a chance to have more than one representative. And if you're thinking about who's deserving versus who's marketable for, for the Panthers, if you're talking about who's deserving as far as playing games and, and production, I would say Carver Hagee is would be that guy. But as far as marketing and and when an event is happening in your host city, I think it might end up being uh, Sasha Barkov being that second representative for the Florida Panthers, even though he's missed a, a good amount of the season for the Cats. But of course, we, we know what the captain can do when he's healthy and, and going and this is usually the part of the season where Sasha Barkov mostly explodes toward he always he mostly does if you look at just his track record oh, oh really ever since he's come into the league but we do have a few news on what's going to be going on in the all-star game in all-star festivities over the weekend which dates if you need a reminder February 3rd and 4th uh, Friday and Saturday in in uh, Sunrise Florida and Steve Mayer joined uh, 30, the 32 Thoughts podcast uh, last week when they were at Fenway Park during the Winter Classic and spoke about how there's going to be a duck dunk tank at the at the All-Star Game festivities. There's going to be some festivities around the beach as well in Fort Lauderdale and might involve an animal or two. They didn't say which ones, but you can kind of take a guess that it's going to involve probably a gator uh, there. I doubt they'll include a Florida panther d due to the fact that it's an endangered species uh, as well. So it, 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 I'd be highly concerned if uh, if if they decide to use the animal that represents the the hockey team because of course, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, even if you grew up in South Florida, especially in school, you learned all about the Florida panther as a as an endangered species, and I I would hate for for the NHL to use it as an as an animal. Uh, for the all-star game festivities, knowing that that we need to continuously protect uh, this this species. And there's going to be an accuracy shooting contest along with the with the dunk tank and it involved getting wet. And of course, what's Florida known for? It's known for golf, um, which get has me personally excited as someone who spent eight years working in golf media. Uh, it, it's a little exciting uh, seeing both of the things that I have been involved with media-wise being combined in the NHL of All-Star festivities. So it's probably going to be a mix of hockey and golf. And I doubt it's going to be in Jack's Place uh, in Palm Beach Gardens where the Honda Classic is hosted. But it, there's, there's going to be something uh, in relation to the hockey and golf com combined. So, but I would... One thing I would love to see, and this is something that 32 Thoughts also brought up, brought up as well, is I hope Adam Sandler makes an appearance. Uh, of course, if you watch Happy Gilmore, you know that there is a mix of hockey and golf. Um, the story of Happy Gilmore not being good enough in, in hockey, um, wanting to make a career of being a, a hockey player, and then he finds a, a calling of being a golfer, a really great golfer, 
and uh and i hope i hope there's something related to a ninth hole saying that there is a meeting at the ninth hole to meet up there and get and uh be all dressed up for that occasion so i i think that'll be a little little funny to uh try to mix it in hockey golf adam sandler you name it and and just uh and just put all that together in in relation in relation to that but going back to the NHL All-Star game and the and the voting in relation to it there's two more spots in the Atlantic Division uh for for to add uh the Pan- uh, Panthers player uh two skaters and one goalie uh, of course we we're not expecting a goalie to be a part of the festivities but you could have a Twitter vote that would last for from 12:01 a.m. to uh from January 12th to January 14th, 11:59 uh, p.m. Eastern time, um, with the hashtag NHL All Star Vote, and I already set a timer, a scheduled tweet for my vote to on both my personal account and the Locked On Florida Panthers uh, Twitter page to put my vote in. So that is already out of the way, and you can vote ten times on NHL.com/vote uh, to put whoever you want to 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 vote in for the all-star game. I think you, I believe you have one and um, 10 entries a day, I, I believe. And, and, uh, and once a day, I, I have to go back and double check on that one, but you're able to do that at that, at that, uh, on, on that site as well, as far as trying to get a Carter Verhage or Sasha Barkov in, into the all-star game as you know, our region is uh, hosting the festivities and it's really exciting, even though, the players aren't aren't really too enthusiastic about the all-star game. Not a lot of people are John Torrella, uh, head coach of the Philadelphia Flyers said he doesn't give a crap uh, filtering the language there of what he actually said, but yeah, uh, it's, but it's excited for that. It's in our region. And, and that is what has me excited. I mean, you, you see me, I'm wearing the all-star festivities uh, shirt. Uh, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel. So I'm pretty much, I'm pretty excited it, uh, about it, it being here. If it wasn't in sunrise, Florida, it's just a normal all-star game for, for me. And I'm sure a lot of you feel that way as well. But in segment number two, we're going to ask a very important question now that the world juniors has been wrapped up and that the Florida Panthers don't own their 2023 first round pick. And we're going to ask a question. What if their first round pick that was sent over to Montreal in the Ben Sherratt trade, what if that ends up being the pick that ends up being number one overall? We're going to discuss that next here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. But first, we're going to tell you all about Bilt Bar. And are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you got to try Bilt Bar. We got just enough for the for the new year, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I've got just the thing for you. You gotta try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're delicious, and you won't think and you won't think they're good for for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy. 
only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now, you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering ordering your built bar at built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of built bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter, and churro. You can thank me later. Back on this second segment here on this Friday, January 6th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. And the World Juniors just wrapped up. And congratulations to the players of Canada. Not exactly the organization of Hockey Canada. Uh, honestly, in my personal opinion, I think everything that they profit should... Uh, go be donated to victims of sexual assault due to everything that went on in the 2018 world junior championships. And the fact that hockey Canada as a governing body is profiting off this is, uh, makes me a little uneasy, but congratulations to the players involved. And what, what a tournament of course, for Connor Bedard, Shane, Wright as well, who Shane Wright has been sent back to the OHL, who's likely going to get traded from Kingston in, um, in order for a chance to play in the Memorial Cup. And just also the amount of the, the amount of draft eligible players that that had standout performances like Leo Carson, Edward Sale, Adam Fantilli, as well for for in the world juniors as as well of course we we can't mention the world juniors without mentioning Ludwig Janssen who was tied for sixth in points with four goals and six assists in seven games he scored goals of all kinds from one-timers from the left circle on rushes of forehand goes forehand backhand in the, their quarterfinal game Jakob Kaz uh five points in seven games Sandis Belmanis two, two two points in six games as well uh, Merrick Alsher didn't play, but uh, Jakob Kaz and Merrick Alsher did bring home the silver medal. Unfortunately, Lagvid Janssen uh, did not bring home a medal as they lost to the USA in the in the bronze medal match. <clears throat> but this was also a great uh, great tournament for Phoenix Coyotes. Excuse me, Arizona Coyotes prospects like a Logan Cooley and a Dylan Gunter as well. So lo lots of other. Uh, hockey franchises throughout the throughout the world juniors really uh, benefited uh, from from their performances and and you're seeing how the teams rebuilding are 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 looking are looking at these players and just saying that their future is bright and of course not not only three players who played for the Florida Panthers really in the world juniors uh, but it it I was watching mostly these at ease knowing that there's really three players of focus. Uh, for 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 this for this tournament but also also what what a game between uh Czechia and Canada uh last night and Dylan Gunter getting the overtime winner for 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 team Canada as well to to bring the bring the gold medal home Czechia ha having a chance to win their first gold medal in about 20 years Radko Gudis was asked about 
the the team Czechia being part of it and he said he's really excited uh, about about it and but also a lot of talk has been about GMs watching these world juniors and hoping to aggressively sell at the trade deadline to increase their chances of getting the number one overall pick. But for the for the Panthers, they do not have their first round pick. Of course, it was traded in the Ben Schrott trade last season, and that was heavily criticized last season for 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 that trade. And of, of course, I agree that if you were to do that again, you probably don't trade that much for a Ben Schrott or else you have another team trade for him. And it, it doesn't help as well that it doesn't help as well that in the in the previous uh that first round pick that the Florida Panthers traded to Buffalo for Sam Reinhardt, Yuri Kulich was just outstanding of uh, nine points in seven games, seven goals, two assists as well. But you still make that Sam Reinhardt trade nine times out of ten because you're trying to build for now and trying to win now. And Yuri Kulich isn't going to be in the Buffalo lineup for a little while, even though he already has signed his ELC already playing in Rochester for the Americans and likely going to be, uh, being in the Buffalo roster sometime next year or even the year after. But as far as the Ben Sherratt trade, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look good right now. And what if that ends up being number one overall is I think it's more than just that trade. I think it's a matter of how you handle a buyout like Keith Yandel. And yeah, la, la, two seasons ago in the 2021 season, crazy to think that that was two years ago now, the whole players going up to management and saying, we will not allow this to happen under our watch about him, his Ironman streak being broken, which... He doesn't even have the record now. It's, it belongs to Phil Kessel of the Vegas Golden Knights now, who scored on his uh, former team, the Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, last night. But I think it's it's more than just that. Because the Panthers are right now sinking. Ninth worst points percentage in the NHL. 5% chance if the lottery were held today to be number one overall. About four points separate the Panthers pick to Montreal being a 5% chance versus a 2.5% chance. So still room to lower that those chances for Montreal to get Connor Bedard um, from the floor um, with the Florida Panthers pick, but it's failures with that, with the Yandel buyout too, instead of, instead of saying, instead of saying that they're going to keep his streak alive to scratch him and just, and just say at the time, we don't care about your streak. We don't think you're good enough to be in the lineup. And that would have been forced the trade. Don't know what you get back for him. This was supposed to be his last year of the contract this year. Imagine Keith Yandel still being on this team after how poor he was in 2021, especially games one, one and two in, in the postseason and having to be scratched uh, in, in that, in the six game series against the Tampa Bay lightning. And it's it was unlike Coach Q at the time to give in to his players. 
And that costs the Panthers in the long term. And we're facing that right now as a team. But also, people think about how the Panthers with that pick, they could have had their pick. And it's it's in relation to the previous trade as well for Sam Reinhart as well, that if the Panthers, they kept their their pick in the top 10, which was the year they won the President's Trophy, then that pick to Buffalo would have transferred to the next year. But that didn't happen. It's also about how Bill Zito discussed his conditions when doing those trades too. That's another thing. That first round pick would have been given up anyway. So, because you you were going to go after a Claude Drew, I I go after Claude Drew again, and with and with being able to trade Yandel, maybe you sign re-sign a Mason Marchment or Claude Drew. You could have had one of those two in your lineup, and you could have been in better position to be in a wild card spot as we speak. Yeah, they would have been cap strapped still in a way, but not to the point where you have the buyout money, and even with a healthy Patrick Hornquist. You can only have up to 20 players on your roster. Man, that buyout is looking really bad for the Panthers. I know it's short-term pain and it's gonna go away most at least most of it next off next this coming offseason. But man, what 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 the Panthers could have done differently there as far as forcing a scratch and a trade is what's hurting the Panthers more than just trading Ben for Ben Sherratt. That that pick would have been gone anyway because you would have gone for it either way. No chance, no way in hell, no way in hell the Panthers were going to get Connor Bedard anyway. So it's a failure of discussing a trade and a force of a scratch and how you discuss your your protections because it's unprotect it's an unprotected pick to Montreal and it hurts. On Tuesday. The a few days after the Montreal Canadiens were in Metro, um, FLA Live Arena, there were still Cavs fans the very next home game saying, hoping for putting signs, um, hoping that the Panthers would continue to lose to improve their chances at that pick. Yeah, the Montreal Canadiens' record is worse than the Panthers, and they'll they'll have a better chance with their own pick versus the Panthers. But man, this is increasing Montreal's chances right now of getting that pick via the Florida Panthers. And this is a topic that's constantly been talked about, even on national shows, and I hear all the time. This is the first time I'm addressing it. But man, it's a it's a hard place to be if it ends up if it ends up coming true. And it'll hurt. It'll hurt Bill Zito. It'll hurt the it'll hurt us as fans. It'll hurt it'll hurt talking about it too because you'll all consistently hear national shows talk about it too and of course that means i'll have to talk about it too so this is where we hope that this second half of the season because we're at game 40 tonight is that the florida panthers just continue to not only try to make the postseason but just to lower those odds because it's only going to hurt, and it's going to be a conversation for years. Do you think San Jose Sharks fans are still hurting about that Eric Carl? Um, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Eric, um, San Jose Sharks fans are still hurting about the Eric Carlson trade to Otto, from Ottawa. 
that ended up being Timmy Stutzla for the Senators. Sens fans are ecstatic and celebrating that trade. Let's hope that the Panthers don't aren't in that same position come the draft lottery this offseason. And listen, if they find a way to get a 650 win percentage to 700, the rest of the way, they'll be in the postseason. And this conversation that we're having right now is, is irrelevant by, by the time we get there. But, but coming up in segment number three, we are going to preview tonight's game between the Florida Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings, their second matchup of three tonight from Little Caesars Arena. We're going to discuss that next here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. Third and final segment here on this Friday, January 6th edition of the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast. And if you notice, there's no Nick Fairbanks here on a Friday. But we are going to try to have a special bonus episode because it's a game day on a Friday night. We're going to try to do a post-game podcast with Nick Fairbanks himself. As for him, uh, this game is a little more personal for him as, you know, there is a... No, a Detroit Red Wings fan in his life that, you know, this is a every time these two uh, teams meet, it's a little personal for, for him. So it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of an opportunity to do a Fairbanks Friday night slash Saturday episode. So be on the lookout on your podcast feed for that show. But let's discuss just previewing this matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Detroit Red Wings, of course, a young and up and up and coming team. And when we say four point swings on on a game like tonight, really, it it really it really truly is one for the wild card as these teams are only as my as the standings are refreshing on on my on my browser. Uh, last time I checked, uh, these two teams are only separated by one point, and Detroit has three games in hand. So. When we say when we say four point swings, four point four point swings in, in, on on a game on a game like today. And listen, there there were many teams that the Florida Panthers were that we as fans were saying even before the season started is like okay, the Florida Panthers are better than this team. They're better than this team. And 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 some of those teams are ahead of the Panthers. Ottawa, Detroit, Buffalo, which Buffalo is just been on a tear. On, on how much that they can score. And, and and the Panthers are behind all those teams that we as fans claimed the Panthers were better than. So you want to prove that you're better than them? Show up on the road and beat them. Yeah, the Panthers right now are 7-12-1 on the road. And the, the Red Wings are struggling as of right now. 3-5-2. I happened to watch their game on Wednesday night against the New Jersey Devils where they left Billy Huso out to dry as the as the New Jersey Devils went into Little Caesar Arena and got a win. Billy Huso has been great. But still there's a work in progress with that defense for the Detroit Red Wings. And the Panthers last time around they really protected Sergey Bobrovsky. They outshot the Detroit Red Wings 41 to 20 really protected him and the young and this was a this was that was the first game that alexander barkov was back from the non-covid illness the young guys got on the board uh 
Chris Tierney got on there. Etulus Thorane and deflection off Alexander Barkov's shot in his first game back. Mahura jumping into the rush. Kirstead up right up from front. And one of the highlights of the year, Matthew Kachuk going backhand forehand on, on uh, Nedeljkovic at the time. I'm expecting Huso to be between the pipes. Won't be Nedeljkovic. I, I believe Nedeljkovic isn't even with the team right now. I, I believe he is hurt. Let me double check on that. Um, but but still, it, it, what's important is to continue what you did in the previous matchup, which is forcing the Red Wings outside, taking away the neutral zone, and and taking away their zone entries for 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 this game tonight. And it's uh, let me let me see what the Detroit Red Wings record at home is, and they're above five hundred at, at, at home, uh, nine seven and three uh, at, at home this season. And around the twenties and goals for goes goals against still better, still better than the, what they were last year, last season. I believe their goal differential around this time uh, around last year was like in the minus sixties, minus seventies. Um, but of course we crap on the whole Ben Sherratt trade, but um, that's a free agent signing for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, for for them, I mean, if you're if you're acquiring them via free agency versus versus trading draft capital, it, it seems that Ben Schrott is worth it for a, a a team that's still trying to find their way. And right, um, check double checked on Alex Nedeljkovic. He is on a conditioning stint. So uh, Magnus Helberg will be will be the backup to Vili Huso tonight for the Detroit Red Wings. And uh, also, still a lot of players missing for Detroit. Tyler Bertuzzi, Philip Zadina, former Panther Mark Pesek, and Robert Haig, and and Matt Luff. So many, many players still missing for Detroit. Jacob Rana, who was placed on waivers just the other day, uh, cleared uh, waivers, which uh, with a high cap hit, I think Steve Eiserman's way of thinking was – that he wasn't going to get claimed because not only the uh, uh, cap hit of over 4.1 of, of over 4 million, but the term that's connected with Verona as well. And it seems a little cold based on him being in the player's assistance program recently, but you kind of get the way of thinking with, with what Eisenman is doing with, with saying, having the confidence that he wasn't going to be claimed. So, He's still around with the team, assigned to um, Grand Rapids uh, after his conditioning stint, so he can stay a little longer and get his uh, mind right. And then when he's ready to play, he's re he's ready to play for uh, Detroit. So, so yeah, uh, it, it's a it's it's not going to be an easy matchup. The like we said, the Detroit Red Wings are above uh, 500 at home, and the Panthers four game road trip, one of them against an Eastern Conference team where if there's you got to get at least six out of the eight points it, at this point in the season. You have even five out of the eight points will be a little <coughs> discouraging because if you look at segments of the season, the five out of the eight points would be under that 650 to 700 points percentage that they would need in order to make the postseason, And that would be under. So at least the six out of eight, if you're looking at segments and especially this one tonight against an Eastern conference team where you have an ability head to head, it, um, to make that four-point swing. 
But there's also a lot of four-point swings as well. If you're looking at the draft perspective, like we spoke about last segment, to improve the chances, excuse me, decrease the chances of those uh, odds being uh, being that Montreal claim gets uh, the number one overall pick via the Florida Panthers. But none of those on the none of those teams are on this road trip for uh, the Panthers because Dallas is, is a contender. Colorado, even though they're missing McKinnon and Landeskog. Our contender in Vegas uh, has had a bounce back season for the Panthers. Uh, excuse me, the the Vegas Golden Knights. So they've had they've had a bounce back on 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 their season after missing the playoffs last season. A very injury riddled team last season. And and hey, maybe the Panthers are this year's version of the Golden Knights with all their injuries and cap troubles as well. So who knows? Um, but very important game tonight for the Florida Panthers against the Detroit Red Wings. And we'll be right here, um, hopefully to recap it. Uh, on a Fairbanks Friday night. So be on the lookout in the, in the case that we are able to record uh, tonight with uh, Nick Fairbanks here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. But in the meantime, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL Network, including Locked On NHL and Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Steel Roden. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listener of the day. And for your second listener of the day, make sure you listen to today's episode of Locked On NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL entry draft. Locked On NHL Prospects is available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So I'm Armando Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to a Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.